We're back with part three. I've had three elixirs and I'm three sheets to the wind. This is with Lisa Farr and Nick Griffith. We're going to get weird. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast, where the radio exists without the internet. Holy in the crap. Basement of <laughs> three commas. Three commas. If you're not in the Trace Commas Club, get the fuck with it. Let's get real over here. This is Chris Baga hanging out with Jared Truby across the room. Hey. We're both wearing red t-shirts and gray hats. It's a real thing. And we're sitting across from Nick Griffith, who just slapped a Mickey Mouse sticker on him. I gave it to represent. him. And Lisa Farr from Elixir Specialty Coffee. That's What's not up, Lisa. Y'all? That's not Lisa, that's Lee. Lee Safar. Safar. Not Lisa Far. Not Don't Lisa do it. Effa. No. Lee Safar. It's like a safari without the eye. Where do you see this falling? So we're talking about how interesting this is, and now it's like kind of new and, and just can't be compared to anything that's directly on the market right now. Where do you see this fitting in in people's day-to-day routine? So you've got, you know, your people who drink a cup of coffee, or you got your people who drink espresso, and now you know juice is a really big thing do you see this as like a a daily ritual for people is it a morning thing is it afternoon thing or depends on the person okay Mm -hmm. honestly um because this is kind of across the board people find a way to work this into their schedule right Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people say oh i see myself drinking this in the afternoon because it's lighter it's refreshing Mm -hmm. uh caffeine's not as aggressive uh then there are people like copa vita has a customer who comes in three times a day for it really times a day for it he's deep in the game That's yeah she we have people deep oh she's game. deep in the game yes absolutely same in it. sydney people, um, sorry people yeah. r- ritually come in for their morning elixir and then for these huh. people who come in several times a day or even just daily are you seeing it as replacing one of their morning coffees or afternoon coffees or is it like a whole new thing that's just in addition to it or depends on the person again. Depends on the mm-hmm. person. Like it's it's not gonna replace black coffee. Right. No. Like it would never it's do different. that for me. It's just it's a different yeah, kind of beverage. Because you want that yeah. experience still. But it's also it makes coffee approachable to people who have never liked coffee. Mm-hmm. Or people who can't drink coffee. Yeah. Uh we do have customers now we are not doctors. Right. Uh, full disclosure. <laughs> um but it will actually help settle their stomach mm-hmm. in some cases. Yeah. That's and what people have been telling us. It's it's just mind boggling. Like th- there's it's so low acid, mm-hmm. and the caffeine again is so gentle in the way that it comes on, that if you've got stomach issues with coffee, you can drink this all day. Have it you guys? You. Are you guys going to or have you gotten this kind of tested? As far as I mean, you said you have gotten some of it tested, right? Like caffeine content, mm-hmm. and have you gotten it tested as far as like effects go? So like when you talk about how it comes on, I mean, I can kind of attest just drinking it. It does almost feel like drinking tea and you know like one of the things to talk about with when you do tea tastings is it brings on like the alpha waves right and all that shenanigans and it's like when you meditate and it comes on but it does come on differently it's definitely more of like a it's more of a mental state and it's less of a like my body's amped up i I need to yeah like i need to do this is almost more like i'm ready to have a conversation which is just intriguing to me also in a different way like how how does coffee do that you know we describe it to people like, imagine you licked a pill. Mm-hmm. That's the effect it would have on you. <laughs> <laughs> imagine you licked a pill. And Rather like, than had the ne- whole pill? Never t- oh, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Ima- imagine that you did only a little E. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a lot of E. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's, it doesn't give you like the, <laughs> the heart palpitations that yeah. espresso gives you. But it does give you like this light. Body tingle kind of thing. No, it does. It's really weird. It's weird. Actually. And 
You should drink the rest of these, Chris. We'll get kind of softly <laughs> high together. Well, that was it. my singing teacher used to come over and the beginning of our vocal coaching sessions, he'll be like, because I was still developing Poach it back then. He's like, can we sit down and do some elixir together? I'm like, you speak I'm like, this is not, this is not drugs. He's like, fuck it is. I'm telling yeah. you now. Yeah, he's he's like, I leave here feeling amazing. Like I, my whole body is like tingling when I leave here. And Tingles. it's. It tingles. He's it trying to pack a couple bowls of elixir and just fucking hit the night. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> just get some strange. Just this fire up on elixir. So wait, I you feel have like 24 hours of this though. Sorry? 24 hours of Christmas story slash elixir. You have that. One through 24. That's a lot of hours. We did a tasting yesterday and everybody got to taste every hour if they wanted to. And you said most shops will pick two different hours, right? We yeah. pick them. Yeah, you pick we, them for them. So, so that's, I was going to say, that's a lot of hours for the human being to decide, like, oh, well, I like this one. Or maybe I like no. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of production It's, it's a too. lot of confusion. Yeah. You know, so that's one of the things. You guys do your R&D and you say, these are the best hours. We're giving you these hours. Funny story how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this was the genius of the accident that Nick um, contributed to the whole story. So Nick was in Sydney. Yeah, We had done the first rainbow t- tasting and all the gods of coffee in Sydney were there. And it, it was a pretty historic Including thing. Matthew Perger? The gods of the coffee. coffee. In Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I saved that by saying in Sydney. You bastards. <laughs> that was funny. He's the Americans anyway. he's in the, the room. Up. Good kid. Good he's kid. He's on the come up still. Yeah. Good kid. Is that what you said? Good kid. Good kid. Oh! <laughs> Wait, how did that happen? Jared just knocked over everything. Quick, lick know. the table. Lick the table. Elixir. The t- Wait, how did I knock it over though? I just leaned over. Lucky I put the lid on one of You them. talked about Matt Perger and he struck <laughs> you <laughs> down, dude. You son of a bitch, man. You've got a lot of power. <laughs> Someone needs to lick the elixir off the table. Uh, we don't have any. Uh, well, that's why I'm saying because we don't have any tissues. Someone needs to lick it off. I don't know what oh, Patrick Melroy did to this tablecloth. <laughs> this, is, this room is highly soiled. Which is why you, I have tissues. I finished the last sip, you guys. It's totally fine. Yeah. Nick. By the power of Thor. Is that a little wipe? What the hell is that? Those are, wait, those are for your face, aren't they? Like no, the tissues. Here, I have a packet of tissues. Why would I need a packet of I tissues? I don't know, but you seem really fascinated by it. Slim wallet. Packet of eight Slim tissues. Slim wallet. Slim Wallet is Slim your wallet. new... They're Australian. Yeah, yeah hipster man. name. Yeah, exactly. I'm Hi, going I'm to get Slim some wallet. Slim Wallet in Australia. By Kleenex to go. I'm vacationing. All right, where were we besides Matt Perger dropping his tamp on the table? He perked so, yeah, that. The gods the of coffee. The gods of coffee in Sydney. In Sydney, Sydney. though. Hashtag. Th- including a couple of gods of coffee from America. Oh, who are those people? We don't have any. Him and Scott Rayo. Oh, oh Rayo counts, though. He loves tea. Rail he does love tea. Yeah, he's got like he's probably bridging the gap with you here. He did it. He did text and say say hi to the boys. Uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's also smart. He he's a little bit smart. He's a little smart. He's studied. Scott, <laughs> you're pretty smart. You sandbagging. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss him. Scott, he Made clearly nice misses you, which oh, is why geez. he's we're friends. Say hi. Yes. Share a Kimex together. He, no, he, I gave him a cappuccino that he'll never forget. Never forget. So much I so that every other time that he got a cappuccino from me, he's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's not as good as the one that Jared made me. <laughs> Did he really say Every that? time. Oh. oh, no, he not just didn't say that. He said it probably at least 10 times to me. Every time there I was a nice a blend of coffee, and it did taste amazing. And he's like, ah, it's not like Jared's. It was my fifth place U.S. Er, competition coffee that year, mm-hmm. 2009. 
He said best in northern northern north best in northern North northern America. Italy. Best since Northern Italy. <laughs> Scott Harrell's all, this is the best I had since Northern Italy. <laughs> no, he did say North America, and I was like, wow. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even give him and one of those keeps, face melters. He keeps paying shit on you about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Forever. Yeah. It's, great. it's great. But it's not real, because Chris was one more than I had. And we're so. just fucking around, but it's funny. I'm high on elixir, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really story. enjoying watching him do these. It's like he keeps smelling the bottle. Like You do realize you're like talking to like a weird scientist you want to be guy over here. I taste everything. I can't. Jared's help it. messed up. Even if you told him that that was like fully caffeinated and would keep him up for the rest of the night, he would drink the I whole thing. I couldn't help anyway. it. Totally. I have to. D- you, I have uh, to that's a very compromising position that you're holding that bottle in, Chris. I just Cur- say curiosity that. is uh, his Achilles heel. Yeah, he's got a full nose in it. Curiosity and innovation are my Achilles heel. I have a huge <laughs> nose as well. <laughs> oh God! This Not is, holding you back from anything. This no. is going Not holding you back. Okay, wait. Rain- Noses never stop growing, neither Rain- do yours. Rainbow Griffith. tasting with the gods of coffee in Sydney, in including Sydney. David Schomer. I just made that up. <laughs> and what did, he, what did everybody think? What including happened? William Shatner. So, <laughs> so I, why was I telling this story again? Great question. <laughs> you tasted the coffee with... Nick did something hilarious. Oh, that's Every it. Every 24 Classic hours. Nick. Yeah, that's totally it. Up. Yeah, so, totally uh, so we're sitting there and we have this conversation. Elixir isn't on the, on the market yet. It's a few days before it's going to go on the market and... We invited all of them along to kind of say, so, you know, you're the smartest people in coffee business in Sydney with the best palettes. Tell us what you think. And the feedback that came back was they all loved it. Very curious about it. Didn't understand it. But, you know, I think what you guys should do is when you when you bring it to market, just serve one hour. Like it will be too confusing for people if you serve it with one hour. And that was where we were going with it, too. Until just for simplicity's sake, like, just for I, it was like I did not want to bifurcate like product lines right from the get go. It's yeah. like let's just introduce this slowly, and that's what we out. tasted at, at WBC in Seattle. Yeah, the one no, this that was, was post. Right, this was about multiple flavors. This was about four months before yeah. that. Gotcha. So the next, so we get home, and and I, I left a note for Nick, and and I'm like so. At hour twelve, this is the time you need to stop elixifying. At hour. 15, this is the time you need to stop elixifying. Our 18, you need to, this is when you need to stop elixifying. I go to work. He gets up. He stops a third of it at hour 12, an hour of it at 13, and an hour of it at 18. Oh, I think it was whatever. just my accent. I just misread everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, I get home and I'm like, oh, so what hour did you choose? And he went, uh, all, of, all them. of them? I didn't know there were options. I thought there were instructions. Like, like, I'm like, but we kind of decided we were only going to do one hour, right? And he went, oops. Yeah. And so I take it to addition and I'm like, so guys, I know that we decided we were going to do one hour, but Nick decided different accidentally. <laughs> so <laughs> just sell the first jar. And then, because we were doing them in, in one liter jars at that point, I'm like, sell the first jar. And then when you're done with that one, serve the next one. So the first couple people that came in, they would serve it and say, so this is the 12 hour. And mm. they're like, what, do you, what does that mean? And they're like, well, we've got a few different hours. And like, can we try the other hours? Uh-oh. And then Dan gets on the phone with me. He's like, you know that mistake that Nick made? Well, they love it. Can you keep giving us different hours? So we're like, okay, let's see where this goes. And now people come in and, and say, whatever hours you've got of Elixir, can I have one of each, please? Whoa, that's pretty rad. And and yeah. that kind of speaks to 
the fact that it's such a, an engaging kind of experience. People, there, there are people who grab elixir and neck it because it's a hot day mm-hmm. and drink it. What were you going to point at? That, that is, we kind of did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, it's like me and near beers when I was <laughs> eight. <laughs> Tell you a quick story. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can. <laughs> Do you do you see it as uh, something where people are going to come in and latch on to their favorite hour and take like they always want the young one or they'll kind of experiment with different coffees like wine? You know, people go straight to the, you know, I, I want a Syrah or an MCS. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows what that nope. means. I don't know what that means, but I didn't want to sound stupid. No, what does a, that mean? <laughs> no, it's a blend that my my wife works for a, a wine company locally, and he puts together some pretty nice wines. Okay. And one of his best is an MCS, which is Morvedere Cabernet and Syrah nice. or something like that. It might be Cinso and Syrah, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a fantastic <laughs> wine. Is someone going to get him off this loop? I'm uh, done. <laughs> we're just going to let him ride it out. Keep going. I had your damn elixir. It's your fault now. You're hearing the stories. Yeah. What, so yeah, are they pl- are they grabbing like- it? So people tend, and why I said to you, that's very un-American of you, is that we have noticed that Americans tend to like the hours of the lower end of the rainbow, and Australians tend to like the hours at the later end of the rainbow. So you're not very American. Well, that's fair. I don't fit it anywhere. Congratulations. Here. <laughs> not a Yankee. <laughs> not a Yankee. Stupid Yanks. Um. But, uh, you know, it's different. I mean, I was really shocked when we did the first rainbow tasting here in, mm-hmm. uh, not here in L.A. Yeah. But in L.A. Just near us in L.A. N- near us in L.A. <laughs> near in L.A. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, Jeff Watts picks it up and he's like, holy shit, hour four is amazing. It's my favorite hour. I'm like. He likes hour four. Really? Shake quattro. Shake quattro. <laughs> yes, this is correct, sunshine. Huh. Um, okay. And and it was surprising yesterday. And at the moment, everyone's loving hour six of everything that we do. Yep. We just did a rainbow tasting in Australia with the Nicaragua Aguasaca, the, which is what you just had. Mm-hmm. And we did the... Uh, Ethiopia. The Ethiopia... Which one? Guji. Was it the N- no. Wamena? N- that's what we did here. The the Guji Wamena yesterday. Oh, you're talking but about the first did, one? I'm talking about in, in Sydney. Fuck, I can't even remember what coffee we did. That's uh, No, Ethiopian. we did the Juramina. Oh, Juramina. Uh, That's a nice Jura. coffee. It's classic. amazing. Mm-hmm. As elixir, it tastes like peach iced tea. Yum. But the six hour tastes like lychee and passion fruit juice. Mm. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And, and so everyone who came to the tasting, including my mother, uh, was like, I want liters of the six hour. And we can't make the six hour of the Juramina enough. Huh. Crazy. The, but the Nikise tastes like blueberry juice. And Blueberry and lavender juice. Just to clarify, you do not roast coffee. I do not roast coffee. Mm-hmm. You get coffee from other coffee roasters and magically make it into elixir. Yeah. Correct. Correct. There may or may not be unicorns involved. Okay. Perfect. All right. Angel tears. I know you guys. That's use taking those in it Australia. a bit far. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Narwhal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, a- Adam says they use angel tears in some. I some did Australian hear that. Things. Yeah. That we use angel tears. Yeah. yeah. Part of it. Well, he does. I don't know if you do. Okay. You use unicorns and stuff. Clearly, so we cool. don't know what we're doing. Well, so unicorns are... Ju- Whatever you do. Basically. That's some next level shit <laughs> right there. Yeah. The unicorn's pretty deep. <laughs> well, the next generation of the product may include angel tears. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I and love angel tears. So trust me, you want to use okay. those. Okay. 
We may let you in on the secret if you bring angel tears to the I've to already the reverse osmosis like a couple of whole beings. He's totally slurring his You're words right 15 now. 15 batches of elixir. I've already made while well, we've been sitting here. <laughs> how, how do you do, though, go about selecting coffees? We, it's a whole business philosophy for us. Kay. We, um, to some people's delight and other people's disdain, we're super selective through the whole kind of chain of this from the the green bean to the roasted coffee to who we have as elixir dealers mm-hmm. and the baristas that are going to serve it great we don't want to do business with shitty people right that's good and we're staunch on that we have everything about our branding from the bottles to the fact that it's stir- served in stemless white wine glasses everything is clearly um marked out as a brand of elixir and we want people to know that we only work with really great people Mm -hmm. that are very skilled and have a conscious approach to everything they do and so we spend a lot of time qualifying our roasters qualifying our elixir dealers and we only use local so the elixir that we make here in nearby here in the near (laughs) near la here near los angeles here near in la um, we use local roasters. We use Copa Vita at the moment. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And we're not stuck to any one roaster. Yeah. Um, but we are doing like a, a, a coffee exchange. So between uh, LA and Sydney. So Edition Coffee Roasters. Who Here are some beans for you. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll drink those. Um, edition Coffee Roasters in Sydney and Copa Vita in LA are doing a swap. Oh, and that's so, cool. so that's w- and fun. we're facilitating that. So uh-huh. they're going to run Edition's coffee for a week, and Edition are going to run Copa Vita's coffee for a week at the espresso bar. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's, that's super cool. And awesome. for us, that was something that I kind of thought was a way that we could take home that whole thing of we're trying to cultivate. Um, you know, we we as Elixir and Nick and I are so in- intent about surrounding the whole brand with really great people and mm-hmm. how we how we can reward that behavior is by expanding our elixir dealers brands to places where they would never dream of taking it like yeah. for, for the guys in sydney to have their coffee served in pasadena in california mm-hmm. like, that's mind-blowing to them and steve chang can't stop talking about oh my god my coffee's going to sydney yeah you know well, dude how hyped would you I mean, it's great, yeah. It's sick. And we want to keep doing things like that because great people should have great opportunities. I want to see the box. That's really cool of you guys. I'm stealing the coffee from Jared. It's not even, you're going to have a hard time opening it. Just from the bottom, peel it up. It's locked. It's ah, locked. pull tab. Started from the bottom, now it's there. <laughs> it's a Drake song. <laughs> For all you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's cool packaging. That's really why I grabbed it from you at the beginning and distracted you so many times now. Um, Edition are very into the whole fusion between Japanese and Nordic. Okay. And so everything about their brand is meticulous, Mm -hmm. which is why you get such amazing packaging Mm -hmm. with what they're doing. Is that, yeah. I wish I was Japanese in so many ways. (laughs) Me too, Chris. Right? You'd be worth so much more to me. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in the realms of ninja (laughs) and many other things. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jared Truby, everybody. 
He's chopping on beans. <laughs> like popcorn. Like it's again. not like he hasn't been in tasting. He, eat, he like oh no, eats he it like it's fucking it. popcorn. No, it's you not. Have to learn. It's not a things. one bean. And clearly, thing. I don't know anything about coffee. If you put coffee in front of I'm Jared, pretending. he just starts chewing on ridiculous amounts of it. <laughs> the twenty-first, y'all. So will you go through a distributor? Like will no, pe- it'll just all be direct from you guys. The two people in the world that know how elixirs made. Well, no. Let me say that again. There are two people in the world who know the recipe for mm. Elixir. There are four people in the world that know how it's made. And so we won't, because we put so much stock in the idea of everyone that's surrounded with Elixir, we won't give it to anyone to handle. We won't give it to distributors. We will do everything ourselves. Gotcha. What's the training look like? The training? Is there? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you were talking about, you know, meticulous, but I mean, is there any training besides you talked about it going in classes? You know, is there... Is like there these verbiage the that goes along with your oh, yeah. number 14? So and, you know, like yes. That like? You want to talk about how you train the guys in yeah, America? Yeah, uh, Copa Vita, I mean, Steve was so excited about it. He was so stoked about it. Uh, and if you, I mean, this is like any other thing that if you're wholesaling it at all, if you can get the owner or the head barista excited, then they are amped and they will get everybody else amped as well. Yep. And so because Steve gravitated so strongly towards it, um, he organized a staff meeting, and we did a mini rainbow tasting just for the staff. I basically selected like eight copies for them to try. Um, they brought everybody together. We Skyped Lee in from Australia for the night, oh, cool. and we basically explained what we just talked about with you guys, like the story behind how it happened, mm-hmm. um, all the accidents, the intention, and kind of leading up to where it's at now. And so they tasted through one of their own copies that I brewed, um, again, six or eight different ways. And then the staff selected their favorite hours. And then we were able to have a, a really engaging conversation about it and about what customers might gravitate towards what hours and why. Mm-hmm. And so from there, we picked out the two hours that they would best like to serve. Uh, and it went on. And Steve was Steve was really smart about it as well. Like He went above and beyond. We, we provided people with the stimulus white wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve went out and got a woodworker to make planks just for Copa Vida and Elixir. Like it's got both of our logos on it. It's etched out with a place so for the white cool. wine glass That's and pimp. a place for the Elixir bottle. That's awesome. Uh, it's so well done and so smart. Uh, when you see it displayed on the counter, you immediately as a customer are like, what, what is that? I want that. that. <laughs> and so they went above and beyond. They That's just because they really believe in it. And, uh, and he didn't like it to start with. No, he didn't. He didn't get it. Huh. Yeah. He didn't get it. And I, I've had a couple people like go through this kind of experience where they'll try it once. Uh, they they want it to fit something. They have an idea in their head of what they want it to be like. And it doesn't fit that, and so they write it off. And Steve would keep coming back to it. And it took him a few times before he suddenly realized this is something completely different. And I really do like it. Somebody else who I gave it to, I, I gave it to uh, a bartender friend of mine. She drank it. And she was like, "Oh, this is this is interesting. This is really good. I, I don't know what I do with it." It's like that's that's fine. Like it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. She came back to the bar that I was working at literally about six or seven hours later, eleven o'clock at night. I'm in the weeds, and she's three people behind the bar, and she's waving her arms. She's literally screaming, 
I totally get it. It's amazing. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's incredible. It's like, what are you, what? He goes, the, the elixir. I get it. I get it. It's like, oh, oh, awesome. Cool. Uh, different you world of right now. Yeah. Or did you lean in and give, <laughs> her, the, give her the stare that down? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's great. Uh-huh. Congratulations. <laughs> Maybe in Manhattan. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. We'll, we basically weird. we we want the customer, we want the the people who are serving the elixir to really believe in it because uh, there's several levels of trust that have to happen, and this happens across coffee really, and uh, it goes all the way down to the interaction between you know the person at the register and your guest. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to if they trust you behind the counter, they'll do whatever and try whatever you recommend. It, Almost sounds exactly like espresso for a lot of people. Yeah. Including myself, like way back in the day in my first coffee job where I always drank coffee. Like we always had brewed coffee in my house. And I got a job at my first cafe and started drinking espresso. And it wasn't good. No. You know what I mean? It's and an I, aggressive drink. It's, it's not, a, it's it's a, one of those drinks you have to warm to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not like pre programmed to where like you drink your first espresso and you're like, oh yeah, this is yeah, fucking that's great. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to drink espresso now. But uh, there's something, there's like layers to it to where you're like, okay, this has this, this, and this, and I believe that there's like a bigger picture thing going on here. So you just kind of keep digging into it and digging mm-hmm. into it, and then you have this breakthrough to where it's like, holy shit, this is like the craziest thing ever. And yeah. it's getting more approachable now, like as roasting's getting better, and people are getting more conscious of the way that they're preparing espresso. You right. know, it's getting more approachable and much the the time from trying your first espresso to liking it or having your first god shot, it that that time is a lot shorter now than it used to be because God, mm. the roasts that we were drinking ten years ago. Right, it's changed a lot. The difference between average. It, it's the average is a lot higher. There's a big time, and the f- the frequency of good coffee, yeah, is much higher now than it used to be. You did in Sydney. You certainly don't have to go searching. Here you still kind of do, but it's still way better. Than I mean, it was like yeah, five to seven years ago. Now there's like at least one spot in almost every city that's trying. Yeah, you know, but it's just an interesting way that you can think about taking a beverage that you're previously unfamiliar with and like classifying that in your brain. That's espresso. This is something different. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And and it's that kind of thing that you gotta have an open mind about it. Yeah. And if you do have an open mind, you'll have kind of a magical experience with Elixir. I know that that sounds a bit wanky, but we've had people say the weirdest shit to us. Hey everyone, my alpha waves are going off. Time to take a break. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> This is so much fun. <laughs> that one would have been so catchy. <laughs> oh my god. The dynasty has ended. Part three is over. Lisa Farr, Nick Griffith. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back soon. This is your dad voice, Jared Truby, the Cat and Cloud <laughs> Podcast, and we'll holler right back at you. <laughs> I love that.